Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to talk about the cameo appearance thing in the Peacemaker season finale. Not a series finale, it's been renewed for a second season. I'm your host Matthew and um, let me just explain what I'm going to talk about here and uh, there will be spoilers. I'll be spoiling this cameo in the season finale of Peacemaker. So some of you might be thinking, hey Matt, you reviewed the first episode, was it a month or so ago? A few weeks ago, a month ago, and you said you didn't like it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I haven't watched the rest of the season. So where my my, um, viewpoint is on this, just to kind of give a bit of context, I saw the first episode of Peacemaker, I thought it was awful, and for various different reasons. And I uh, decided not to watch the rest of the season. Because why would I do that if I didn't like the show? And I already wasn't interested before. It was a case of just trying it out. And there was people raving about it and that sort of thing. So I thought, hey, I have a platform where I talk about TV shows. Even if I do or don't like them. So I will just do that. Watch the first episode. Review it. Give you my thoughts. And decide whether or not I'm going to continue. And I decided not to continue. So pretty simple situation. So anyway, episodes 2 to 8 went out. Episode 8, I think, is the season finale. And I, I I follow people on Twitter who talk about Peacemaker, but I follow them because they talk about other DC stuff as well. Um, and <clears throat> I'd seen some chatter about the show, you know, over the weeks, and I hadn't really got involved in much discussion. I think I got involved in a few bits and pieces here and there, but... Um, yeah, ultimately, ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're somebody who's obviously paying for HBO Max and you're watching this show and you are enjoying this show, that is a good thing because it means that you are paying for a TV show that you enjoy or paying for a service which has a TV show on it that you enjoy. And there's no reason for me to try to take that away from anybody. So that was never the, the goal. But obviously, if there's discussion points that I feel like jumping onto, I will do that. Uh, so yeah, I haven't seen episodes two to eight. But this particular scene, which is 35 seconds, doesn't really need loads of context. And I'm going to get into the spoiler part of it. So, uh, Peacemaker is carrying a woman with him. I don't know who this person is. I don't know if she's dead or just injured and he's seeking help. I I don't know. I don't know who the person is, but that's not entirely relevant here. So, Peacemaker's walking. Obviously, John Cena. Um, It's a nighttime shot so things are a little bit darker and he's walking through this field of sorts this area and he meets um who is it again aquaman the flash superman and the wonder woman but here's the is the big but the big the big uh the big uh part to this um aquaman and the flash are obviously being played by ezra miller and uh, Jason Momoa here, who are currently the two actors that play them in the DCEU. They've both got upcoming films. Well, The Flash has got two Batman invading his film, but anyway. He's got a Flash film coming out, and Aquaman's got his second Aquaman film coming out. So they are, you know, established as the current two versions of those characters. Uh, Wonder Woman, who's obviously currently played by uh, Gal Gadot, who is going to be in Wonder Woman 3. Um, which I don't know when that's supposed to be out, but that's her current situation. She has been, um, uh, she, she, she's got like shadows covering her. She doesn't say anything. She's standing to the right. Uh, Peacemaker walks in between Aquaman and the Flash. 
Uh, there's no Batman, there's no Cyborg, there's no Martian Manhunter, nobody like that. That those those members aren't there. So it's not really the Justice League. It's sort of like half of the Justice League. Um, and I can't remember what what Flash and Aquaman say to each other. They, they, they make some sort of joke, and I think Peacemaker says something to Aquaman, but whatever. Um, the dialogue there is kind of not great, but that's not the whole point here. So Gal Gadot, who currently plays Wonder Woman, I believe she's pregnant. I think. Um, so I don't know what stage they're at in like her pregnancy and producing Wonder Woman three. I don't know. But she, her silhouette of her character, is there, standing on the right of the Flash. She doesn't say anything, and you can't see her face because she's covered quite deliberately by shadows. So it's like a silhouette of her character. Superman is flying. Well, he's sort of hovering in the air. And uh, you'd think, oh, is that Henry Cavill Superman? Or Tyler Hecklin Superman, maybe? Or maybe even like Brandon Ralph Superman? Because he kind of had his uh, Kingdom Kingdom Come version of um, Superman, which was in the Crisis crossover. So you could have included him, you could have included Henry Cavill Superman, you could have even included Tyler Superman. Might not have fully made sense, but, well, what what does make sense in this continuity, because I don't know anymore. Um, Superman also doesn't say anything, he is kind of like floating, so to speak, or, you know, stationary in the air, however you want to describe that. He is off the ground, but he's not flying around, he's still, but he's not on the ground. His face is also blacked out. Um, again, through use of like shadows and stuff, and he doesn't say anything. So there's a few things to dig into here. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not talking about the actual content of Peacemaker itself. I have no idea what's gone on between episodes two and eight. I know that Vigilante went into the show and people liked him. Cool. I don't really care. But um, he was in the show. He's not in this particular scene. Um. So, yeah, there's a few things to discuss here. So, obviously, it makes sense that um, if you were to have Aquaman and or the Flash show up, it would be Ezra and Jason. Those those, those things make sense. Um, Gal Gadot, you had a silhouette of her there. Her face is covered by shadows. She could have had scheduling conflicts because she's dealing with, obviously, motherhood, with being pregnant. And... She uh, is also planning. I don't think they've started filming Wonder Woman 3 yet. But there could be roundtable meetings. Or I don't know. There's, Gal Gadot could, could potentially be busy. But still. Um, could you not have even had a voice cameo from her? Could you not have had her face there? Um, because given that you already covered both her and Superman with shadows. You could probably cover whatever stage of bump, you know, pregnancy bump that she's got. I mean, you can easily do it through other methods anyway. You could always shoot from above her stomach. Because that's what you do sometimes in TV shows when actresses get pregnant. You shoot them from... You, you have them on camera from the top half, don't you? Um, I've known other, many other shows that have done... Or from, like, you know, neck upwards. doesn't have to be, you know, their chest and arms. But it could be from neck upwards or shoulder upwards... So you could have still done that and had Gal Gadot pop in maybe for a quick cameo, but you decided not to. Didn't show her face, there was no voice. 
the disrespect that the true disrespect here is on Superman, and it's a pretty standard, normal thing that we're used to now, which is Warner Brothers disrespecting Superman. It's from a film side, obviously, you know, from TV, he's got his own lead uh, TV show with um, uh, Tyler Hecklin. But the disrespect that Warner Brothers continue to show towards Henry Cavill as Superman is unreal. For Superman, who's one of the biggest characters in the world, to be treated continuously like this is really quite strange. And Henry has openly said many times over the last however many years, he's got the cape in the closet, but he's willing to take the cape out and return as Superman. He's openly very clearly said that before. Now, I don't know if Henry had any scheduling conflicts because of The Witcher. But the wit uh, so we're on we're in seventeenth of February. I don't know when this film would have been uh, scene would have been filmed. But the Witcher season three uh, season uh, two came out was it the fifteenth or something? No, the seventeenth I think of of December. Uh, yeah, it was the seventeenth of December last year. So was there any time in between the filming of the Witcher or after the Witcher? Because uh, we it's unclear when they finished filming Peacemaker when they were going to film this. And when Henry was filming The Witcher. But given Henry Cavill's commitment. Even to a role he's not currently even active in. I'm quite sure he would have. Um, come back. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know all the behind the scenes discussion. And I am trying to look for reasons. As to why they continue to disrespect. Henry Cavill's Superman. Um, yeah. It, it's it's quite. It's quite. Um, it, it doesn't annoy. Or upset or anger me anymore because i think we're all used to it but we shouldn't be used to it it's more just sort of wow okay you're you're just keeping going disrespecting this character just over and over and over again and yeah even with all the sort of like oh he might cameo in black adam he might cameo in the flash well he could have cameoed here and he didn't uh i say he didn't wasn't able to wasn't chosen to whatever i did read some snippets online um, about there was some potential scheduling slash budget issues for this Superman that the cameos here and maybe the Superman cameo. Like I said, the scheduling conflict could. Uh, that's the only reason I can think of that Henry Cavill Superman is not included here. Um, and and please, a- a- anyone that's writing down in in an article or giving an answer in an interview, you cannot make me believe. That Warner Brothers for little things like this is having budget issues. Please just just stop. Just just stop. I remember speaking about Titans season three, and there were certain like limits put on certain characters to do certain things, or the characters weren't being sort of like um, Gar, for example, who changes into animals quite a few times, changed into like three animals in the whole season or something out of like thirteen episodes. And one of the things I heard was like, oh, they've got budget issues. Please don't try to tell me that the same company that ran Game of Thrones for eight seasons has got budget issues. Please don't try to tell me that because uh, unless you show me like a detailed report of like, here's where our budget is going and here's why we couldn't use it for this. I'm just not going to believe you. I'm I'm just not going to believe that, that Warner Brothers has got budget issues for... For, for giving Henry Cavill like a three second cameo. It, it, you you can't make me believe that. Um, because that's not really. That's, that's not any sort of CG cost. Anything. It's just putting Henry in a suit. And filming him for like. Three seconds. He didn't even have to say anything. Just 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 have the acknowledgement that. Okay we're not disrespecting this character anymore. 
um, and just show him. I know I know it might seem like I'm kind of overreacting, but it's it's just a, it's this is more of a continued train of just not bringing him back, <clears throat> not recasting him either, um, and with him openly saying like I will come back if you want me to, and they just keep not doing it. And then when you have opportunities like this to do it, you you choose not to. Oh, but I'm sorry, it's budget issues, isn't it? Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the, the, the show, the, this company isn't run by MTV or Channel 5, you know, there's Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is one of the big, it, it is one of the big few studios out there, like a Disney or, or a, I guess Fox is part of Disney, but like a Sony or a Warner Brothers, um, yeah, so, anyway, yeah, that's, that's, uh, situation with Henry Campbell Superman, um, he gets, um, uh, I was gonna say blacked out. I don't know if that's quite the right phrase. He gets covered by shadows in in a, in a Peacemaker episode. So in a way, in a way, Warner Brothers has got more respect for Peacemaker than they have for Superman because um, we were introduced at, to, to the to the general public. We were introduced to Peacemaker less than a year ago, and he's already made a full fledged leading appearance in a Suicide Squad film and had his own TV show. And Superman's last solo film was in 2013. And then obviously, you know, Batman v Superman, a crap Justice League film in 2017. And obviously old footage used for a 2021, uh, or previously shot footage used for a 2021 Justice League film. Zack Snyder's Justice League. But you're able to give Peacemaker, because they ordered that Peacemaker show before. uh, And I want to get into some James Gunn comments in a second as well, which really confused me. So I guess this is more of like a Peacemaker discussion as well. But anyway. Um, Peacemaker's TV show was ordered before the film even came out. That doesn't make much sense to me. Because I promise you, your general audience doesn't know who that character is. Until now, obviously. Now that he's had a TV show. Um, yeah, does, does, doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, this is the continued thing. I was, I was having a discussion with, with one of my mates who's a massive, massive DC fan. Uh, it's called Barry. Uh, not that some of you will know who that is, but anyway, um, I was having a discussion with him yesterday about um, it was it was a joint conversation about like Man United and uh, DC, and I said because t- to him, I follow obviously and support Man United. We review Man United games here on uh, Entertainment Talk, and I said you've basically got the same situation that you've got with Man United and DC. Where you've got like DC's got some of the best characters in the world. Batman, Batman's not included in the scene, by the way. Uh, let me let me just let me just very quickly jump to that. I I almost forgot to mention that. And Cyborg, well, obviously Cyborg isn't here because you know the Warner Brothers thing. Um, and Batman's not here because maybe they couldn't choose which Batman. I don't know. I, Batman's not there, so it's not really a Justice League cameo then, is it? If you haven't even got Batman there, it's sort of like oh, we'll you we'll use the ones that we've currently got. And then two of them who are unavailable for certain reasons, we're going to just cover them with shadows and not give them any lines. Um, but Peacemaker's front and centre. It's like, okay. Yeah. And the the members of the Justice League here that are part of the Trinity, which is Superman, Wonder Woman and Batman. Obviously Batman isn't here, but with Superman and Wonder Woman, you chose to just give them covered, shadowed, silhouette versions with no lines. It, it, like you, you can't, you can't break down this scene and say that Warner Brothers isn't disrespecting some of its characters, like Batman, 
and uh, Superman, especially Superman. Obviously, Batman's getting his own film next month, which I'm very excited for. I'm very excited for. Um, but yeah, going back to my my analogy thing, I was speaking to a friend, and I was saying one. Uh, I was saying DC and Man United have got the the exact same problem, which is you've got DC, which has got like Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman, all these phenomenal characters that are like massive in pop culture, especially probably Wonder Woman, Batman, and uh, Superman. Um, the Flash a little bit less so, but still, the Flash is still a big character in the world. And um, I said, so you've got some phenomenal characters and s- some fantastic histories of stories, which Warner Brothers just isn't making the best use of. And I said, so it's not an issue with the property itself. Within all, within all of this discussion, there is no issue with DC as a property. There's nothing wrong with DC. It's the people that are running DC, which is Warner Brothers. It's 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 having a property run by somebody who doesn't know how to run it properly. And I said the same thing's going on with Man United. He's, he's my friend Barry is kind of aware of what's happening with Man United. We've been not great in the last couple of years. Um, we haven't won a trophy in the last five years. We could win a trophy this year, but it's very very unlikely. But the same thing's happening with that where. You've got Manchester United, obviously one of the biggest names in football, probably one of the most recognisable teams in the world, aside, alongside, you know, probably what, Man City, Barcelona, Real Madrid, all, all these big clubs. And I said to him, but it's being run by the Glazers. And you've got other people there as well, like you've got Ralph Ragnick, who's the interim manager, he's got some great ideas, and you've got some of his coaches. But then you've got, like, Darren Fletcher's director of football, and all this, all, all this kind of strange choices that's kind of going on. And is basically it's being run by the Glazers, who are greedy little bastards. Basically, um, that's that's the easiest way to describe them is greedy little bastards. And uh, because they they and I'm trying to do like a comparison thing here, because it's a situation where they are more interested in running Man United as a bank, which means you need to keep Man United a moderate level of success. Like if they were to get one year relegated which would be unlikely but still <clears throat> if that were to happen then the Glazers would step in and do something about it but they're, they're, avo- they're, they're avoiding making Man United runners like league challengers essentially but making them just good enough to where they sort of like just get into the top four every year get that Champions League money so it's sort of like we'll run this club to a moderate level where it's moderately successful but we don't want to put too much of our money in to make it massively successful because we're greedy, basically. So you got the same situation where it's like that is a way of looking at a football club like Man United, and instead of thinking, okay, let's run this as an actual football club and try to make football decisions, they make money-making decisions. Like signing Ronaldo it was great for the fans, great for his return, but they did it so that they could make two hundred million from shirt sales. That's why they did it. Um, and it's it's similar. It's similar things like that, but basically the the idea I'm running there is you've got two very very great successful things, DC which is capable of great things, and Man United which are capable of great things. But at the top, they're run by people that don't know quite what they're doing, and you've got different decisions. Obviously, you're making you're making film and TV shows and comic books and stuff and games with DC as opposed to Man United who play who are a sports team, obviously. So you've got different situations. But there's the same thing happening with both things, which is these two properties, entities, whatever, should be a lot more successful than what they are. But because of the people that are running them, they don't make the best creative 
decisions behind it is is basically the gist of that so hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. But anyway, um, yes, Warner Brothers continuing to, as I said, disrespect Henry Cavill as Superman. Um, And the next opportunity, I suppose, for him to make a cameo appearance... Um, do I think that they will happen, which is the Flash and uh, Black Adam, which is the ones that he's rumoured for, uh, Superman or Henry Cavill Superman? Probably not, because if you were going to be doing something like that, then why did you cover him with a shadow in this scene? Um, yeah, what? why Why did that happen? Um, the, the only acceptable answer that I will take is that Henry was shooting something it might not have been the witcher it could have been something else could have been a film or something that we don't know about yet um that he was busy shooting something else at the same time that this was happening that's the only thing where i'll go okay not quite so much of the disrespect but you know you're not going to make me believe the budget issue thing not for this um unless there's budget restrictions which is like hey james gunn you can only spend this much on this episode and if we put henry in you'll go over budget or or something that's the only thing that makes sense but that still doesn't really make sense because you know it's a hbo max warner brothers produced thing um so yeah but uh again you still got the other situations which is you know well obviously ray fisher wouldn't come back for for this would he (laughs) um that was the most expected missing member which is um cyborg um, and I suppose with the with the Batman situation, because I, I mean, because with the cyborg situation, right? 
The only other one that you've got is the one that's on Doom Patrol, who I'm not familiar with yet. I think I've seen him in a couple of scenes of things, but I'm not like fully familiar with that character. That wouldn't necessarily quote-unquote make sense, but wouldn't that be better than just not having Cyborg there at all? Um, I don't know. Because uh, that's an act. I, I don't know the actor's name, so apologies for that. But he is a guy that's currently playing um, Cyborg. Maybe he had scheduling conflicts. Maybe they're shooting season. Is it three? Is the next one four? Whichever one's the next one. I've been recommended very heavily to watch Doom Patrol, but I just haven't quite done that yet. Um, but you could have used him possibly if you want to do this like multiverse thing. You can probably do it that way, and you've already had the Crisis on Infinite Earths episode, which has somewhat established that different characters, when you feel like it, can appear in different things. Uh, but then Batman, um, you've got Ben Affleck still a small part in the role, because he's going to be making an appearance in The Flash. So wouldn't that have made sense if you had Ben Affleck's Batman? Because he's going to be in... The, in um, a few months, was it going to be in November, I think, he's going to be in the same film with Ezra's Flash anyway, could you have included him, but then would that have been too much of like, oh my god, Ben Affleck's back, um, but then Warner Brothers doesn't really care about full senses of hope, they'll just do what they want, um, obviously Robert Pattinson wouldn't make a, wouldn't entirely make a lot of sense here, um, because he's not been established yet, and Michael Keaton's Batman, I'm just looking at different options, right? As to what what else you could have done to make this scene better is essentially what I'm looking at, and how to make better choices there to not disrespect certain characters. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton's Batman, obviously established in '89 with the with with his film. He's also going to be in the same film as Ezra Miller's um, Flash. In fact, you could have had both of them. So I I don't know I I don't know how that would have worked, but yeah. Um, Maybe they f- thought that if you include Michael's um, Batman, that like, oh, we haven't established that Flashpoint multiverse thing yet. But it still leaves you with no Batman. It still leaves you, at the end of the day, it still leaves you with a very weird scene where, I mean, because Peacemaker here is saying, like, oh, you took your time kind of showing up, so I guess they're supposed to show up and help this woman that he's carrying. Um... Because she's got an injured, he's carrying her. I'm guessing. I'm guessing he called the Justice League, or or, or they arrived, or or whatever happened there, to help this this woman. Although he walked straight past them, so I, I I don't know. But um, um, yeah, it's a very very strange choice of a scene, where you've got your two established actors as Aquaman and as the Flash, and then you cover Wonder Woman and Superman with shadows, and they don't speak. You may as well have just not had them there. <laughs> because why were they even there in the first place? Because you're not going to have like the opening of season 2. And like Superman and Wonder Woman are there. And now they've decided to speak. I, I, I doubt that that's going to happen. Um, I could be wrong. But I mean if I'm wrong. Cool. Pro- prove it. Put Henry back in, in something. I mean. what One of the... <laughs> One of the biggest points of this, right, has been all these rumours about like Henry's returning in Black Adam or Flash or whatever or or something, or he's it, will he make his return in, in a film? Put him in something. 
at least. Put him in something. Just to just so that you stop disrespecting the character because it's weird. And it just makes me think like I don't think Henry Cavill actually did something wrong. But what did he do to you lot at Warner Brothers that you're so hell bent on not having him back? And look, if we get to Black Adam, which is in... I can't remember when Black Adam's supposed to come out. That's this year, isn't it? I can't remember the exact month. Because there's Aquaman, December, Flash, November. Is it June or something that Black Adam's out? Look, if Henry Cavill shows up in Black Adam, makes a cameo and fights Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam, I'll be like, cool, there's at least something. Henry's at least... <clears throat> on the screen, you know, a Superman. I still think it's a, a, an embarrassment to have a big character like Superman make a return cameo appearance in something like Black Adam, and you still haven't even given him his own film. That's still not great. Uh, well, that's still very, very bad, but it's better than him being covered by a shadow, isn't it? I mean, <clears throat> it's just... That, until they answer this mystery, that's one of the biggest mysteries that I've seen in terms of, like, why can't you just get this actor back? Especially when he's openly in interviews said, like, I'm willing to come back. So why why can't you do it? Why can't you do it? Um. Yeah. And then you ordered this, like, um, Calvin Ellis thing. Uh, which, cool, if they do Calvin Ellis, they do him... Right, and um, people really enjoy that. Great, that's great for the character of Calvin Ellis as his Superman. But why have you ordered that? And then you did like you were going to do this black uh, Kal-el Clark Kent character, which nobody liked the idea of. And that's gone. I think that's been cancelled actually. Cause that's that's gone really, really, really quiet. The news on that. Um, you ordered those two before you ordered a sequel to a guy's film who was in twenty. What was in twenty thirteen? It's just so strange. And I know I've been talking for half an hour, but um, I'm talking about this a lot because I care. It's not because I just want to be like Warner Brothers sucks. DC DC doesn't suck. Warner Brothers does. It's not because I want to just bash onto DC. And I mean, look, I'm looking forward to the Batman next month. I'm looking forward to when Superman and Lois returns this week. I'm very curious about what happens with this Flash film. I am enjoying some of the other DC TV stuff. Stargirl's pretty good. But it's most of the other stuff around it. Because um, this, is, this isn't me trying to be like, oh, I hate DC. I, lo- I want DC to be very, very successful. Um, but I'm just pointing out the reasons as to why they currently aren't. And it's not the property's fault. It's the people that are running it. It's their fault. So, yeah. And look... Next month when Batman comes out, I hope it kicks ass. I hope that film makes as much money as possible. Whether that's going to be one billion, one and a half, two billion. I hope that film is wildly successful. I hope people love Robert Pattinson in the role. I hope people love that film. I hope I really enjoy that film. I really, really do. I hope that when Black Adam comes out, that it's uh, that people people really love that film and love Dwayne Rock Johnson. I hope that, that film makes loads of money. I hope that it's really good. When The Flash comes out, I want it to not be a disjointed, confusing mess. I want them to properly explain why there's two Batmen in the film. And I hope that they do the Flashpoint story justice. And um, when Aquaman 2 comes out, I hope that that's a really great film and people really enjoy that. I don't want DC to fail. And then I hope that 
you know, Shazam 2, I love the first Shazam film, I hope that when that com- when the se- sequel to that comes out, Zachary Levi coming back, I hope that's as good as a- and as fun as the first film, if not better, I-, I really hope that those things happen, and when I keep watching Superman and Lois, I hope that the show gets better and better, um, but the- the- those things just aren't, some of those things aren't happening at, at the moment, so... Yeah. Anyway, I've gone on way too long talking about a little cameo scene, but it's not necessarily the content of the cameo scene. It's more about what it means for other things, and like why you've covered two characters with shadows. Um, how cool it would it would, would it have been in this scene, right? If Peacemaker's walking in between Flash and Aquaman, like he does, and Superman's like floating there, however you want to describe that, and he slowly comes forward out of the shadows and it's Henry Cavill's face and he says something really cool and then Wonder Woman steps forward maybe you have to cover her pregnancy bump maybe you have to do that but you shoot her from upwards right and she steps out of the shadow because stepping out of shadows can be kind of cool scenes can't they she steps out of the shadow she says something decent or cool and then they walk off um what what you do about Batman and Cyborg, I have no idea. I'm just talking about the the people that you have actually got there, or the people that you might have there. How you could have done that scene differently and better. Um, the internet would have absolutely lost its mind and freaked out if Henry Cavill had like glided, if you want to say glided, how, however you want to describe that. He had glided slowly out the shadow, revealing Henry Cavill's face. Henry Cavill is on screen. He is back. Yes, he's in a Peacemaker show. That's not great, but. He's he's emerged from the sh- that would almost literally be like a Henry's emerged he's emerged from the shadow Henry Cavill's back and he's about to say something really cool like I'll give you hope or or or, or something like that you know Superman's a character of hope so maybe he'd say something about hope um, but no he just floats there and is covered with shadows and doesn't say anything <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, let me know what you all think of this, this scene. Did you see it? Did you not? I mean, it's a, it's a spoiler of sorts. I still have no idea what happened in in the show, but I don't really care about the show. But what do you think? Do you think I'm over the top here? Do you think I'm right? Do you think I'm wrong? Um, what do you think of the shadowing of the characters of Wonder Woman and Superman? Do you think that there are any legitimate reasons as to why the two characters weren't there? Obviously, we know why Cyborg wasn't there. Do you think they could have done something with Batman? Maybe had one of the 50 actors that's played Batman show up? Uh, Or one of the current three that's playing them? Could one of them have shown up? And uh, if you did watch Peacemaker and you enjoyed it, do let me know. Do let me know. But if you watched it and you liked it or disliked it as much as I did, let me know as well. Lots of opinions around there. Let me know what your opinion is about all of this. Because there's lots to discuss here. I'm sure, and I'm sure within the coming hours and days and weeks that there will be lots of videos about this, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody's opinion. Um, so there we go. Anyway, you can let me know those thoughts, opinions, questions, comments, whatever you've got. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. And I wonder if any of you can answer me the ultimate question: Will we ever see Henry Cavill's actual face attached to his body, preferably? Um, in a Superman suit doing something. Do you think we will have a new footage, by the way? Um, n- new footage in, in a new film or TV show. Do you think we will ever see that? Even if it's a glimpse of a three-second cameo. Do you think that will ever happen? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no, but let me know what you think. Anyway, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. <laughs> on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, TV, video games, films. 
Manchester United podcast. Let me know what you think. Uh, or uh, check out the rest of our content. You can, of course, uh, support us through other ways as well. You can also listen to the other episodes that we've got. Uh, you can also find us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. Um, you can also uh, use the word of mouth on social media. Just let other people know about what we do and where they can find it. If they're big DC fans, I've just discussed a whole bunch of things. Uh, or just TV, games, films, Man United fans, those sorts of people that consume that content. Let them know <coughs> about what we do. And where they can find it. Social media of course. Share the podcast around on those places. If you can. Patreon. $1, $3 level tiers. Add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well. If you would like to. For all of those things. Uh, for your TV and your film news. If you'd like to know about the latest DC news. Uh, when it's posted by David. Uh, he of course runs geektown.co.uk. You can also find Geektown Radio. Uh, those episodes come out on Tuesdays. That's your weekly TV sort of, TV and film sort of news. And uh, when we get when he gets like new DC news and stuff like that, he often posts about it. So check out the latest over there. Bex is still streaming daily over on Twitch. Trust to B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there for all of her really, really good streams. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for my different video game streams and things like that. Uh, currently up to date with the archive streams on YouTube. That's Entertainment Talk Plays for all those. And you can find the video game clips and all that kind of stuff over on YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll see what DC does next uh, or what I do next with podcasts and whatnot. Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>